We're up to the end of Kuf Yudam at Bez. Four lines from the bottom, so the the Mishnah was talking about if you have two wives, one's a Katana and one's a Chareshes, so the Yibam or Chalitza of one doesn't cover the other. So the Gemara said, Ketza Tekantan, this is the last thing we did yesterday, which is, so what's the Eitzah? You can't do Yibam to both because they're two co-wives. You can't do Chalitza to both because a Chareshes can't do Chalitza. So you'll say, okay, do Yibam to the Chareshes, but fine, but then when you do chalitza to the katana, when she gets older, you have to divorce the harashas because then it's the, uh, the halacha is that when you do chalitza to one co-wife, you cannot do yibam to the other, I meaning you can't stay with the other. So once you marry the harashas, then you have to divorce her after you do the chalitza. The Gemara says, Marry the harashas, because you can't do chalitza, and divorce her, because because you're doing chalitza to the katana, that renders that chalitza is valid, but that makes it that you cannot stay with the harashas anymore. Okay, that was what we did yesterday. Now today's Gemara. It's a difficult Gemara. Rav Chizda, I'll give a bit of a, a preface before we go weiter. We said yesterday, the premise of yesterday's Gemara is that when you have a Katana and a Chareshas, there's a primary wife and a secondary wife. And we just don't know which one that is. Because there's a primary and a secondary, if you do even to the one, it doesn't cover the other because we don't know who the primary wife is. Rav Chizda has a different take. Chizid doesn't look at it as a primary and a secondary. He looks at it as like this. There's a chareshes and there's a katana. One of them is a half a wife, and one of them is either nothing or everything. So one of them is a 50% wife, and one is either 0 or 100, we're just not sure. And we don't know which one is which. So we know that one is 50% always, and one is either 0 or 100. So Chizid says like this, Shema Minah, you could deduce from that opinion that he said that after marrying, after doing Yibam to the Chareshas, you'll have to divorce her when you do Chalitza to the Katana because the Chalitza to the Katana is valid enough that it renders the Chareshas um, prohibited to you. Shema Menel learned from here that Kesava Rav, Rav feels Chareshas Kenuyu Mushayeres, that the Chareshas, uh, if you have a wife who's a deaf mute, she's 50% your wife. Kitana and a katana is either zero or a hundred. So a chareshes is fifty percent, and a katana is either zero or hundred. We're just not sure. Now, why is that the case? It has to be that way, and not vice versa. Again, we know we have a tradition somehow that a katana and chareshes, one of them is a fifty percent your wife, and one is either zero or hundred. We're just not sure. He says it must be the chareshes is fifty percent, and the katana is either zero or hundred. Why? Because if the Chareshes is either 0 or 100, there's no reason to divorce her. Why? Right, you married the Chareshes, you did even to the Chareshes, but then we're saying when you do Chalitza to the Katana, the Chareshes is Aser. If the Chareshes is either married to you or not, so she's either falling to Yibam or not, it's 0 or 100, we just don't know, then there'd be no reason to divorce her. I'll tell you why. You do Yibam, you, you, you live with the Chareshes. Now again, let's assume that she's either 0% your wife or 100% your wife. So she's either, you either did Yibam fully or she was never falling to Yibam because she was never the first person's wife. Then you do Chalitza to the Katana. So we said you have to divorce her. Why? Because the Chalitza to the Katana renders the Chareshes Aser. Why? If you look at the Chareshes as either 0 or 100, so you either did Yibam fully or it wasn't Yibam at all. You just married a woman who was never married to the first husband. The chalitza, the katana, will not 
cause a problem in Manavshach. If you were, if the first man was fully married to the Chareshes, which means she was fully the Yavam, the Yavama, then when you married her, you did full Yibam. Then doing Chalitza to the Ketana wasn't necessary in Halacha, and it was irrelevant. No reason to divorce her. And if the Chareshes is 0% the first person's wife, so you're not doing Yibam at all, you're just marrying a random woman. The Chalitza to the Ketana should be irrelevant. The fact that the Chalitza to the Ketana is enough to divorce the Chareshes means that it's the opposite. The Chareshes is 50% your wife, meaning 50% the first person's wife, 50% a Yavama. So when you married her, you did 50% of Yivam. Then when you do Chalitza to the Katana, you have to divorce her because the Katana is either 100% the wife or zero. Now if she's zero, the Chalitza was obviously nothing. But if she's 100%, then you did a valid Chalitza, rendering the Yivam, the, the Chareshes, Aser. The only reason why the Chareshes is going to be Aser is if the Chalitza of the Katana is valid. That only makes sense if the Chareshes is 50% and the Katana is either zero or 100. And if it's 100 then that chalitza is a 100% valid chalitza, rendering the chareshes aser. So that's, obviously, you could deduce from there, the chareshes is 50% the wife, and the katana is 0 or 100. The Gemara speaks it out. Because if you believe that the chareshes is either 0 or 100, then katana, kanuya, mesheres, and the katana is 50%, then chareshes am I kindness and mitzvah again, then why do you have to divorce the chareshes? Go to the next page. Tesev gabe mimanashach. You should be able to stay married to the chareshes mimanashach. If the Chareshes was 100% the first person's wife, then, then you did Yibam fully, and, and the Ketana, the Chalitza to the Ketana was irrelevant. And if the and if the Chareshes was not the first person's wife at all, so she was never Yivama, why do you have to divorce her? Then the Ketana's Chalitza is irrelevant. The only reason to divorce her is if you believe the Chareshes is 50%. And then the katana is either 0 or 100. Now, by the way, you could ask, if the katana is 0 or 100, why can't you just marry the katana and stay with her regardless? Because if she's 100%, then you did Yibam, and if not, then she's a random woman. The reason why you can't do that is because the chareshes, which is 50%, you have, you can't, you'd have to do chalitza to her, because she's got to do something. You can't do Yibam to both. And you say, okay, do chalitza. A chareshes can't do chalitza. So the reason why you have to marry the chareshes, then divorce her, is because... Uh, it's the only alternative. But you see from the very fact that you have to divorce her, that a chareshes is 50% your wife, and the katana is either 0 or 100, we're just not sure. Fine. So that's what we're deducing from Rav, that a chareshes is 50%, and a katana is either 0 or 100. It makes sense It makes sense that a chareshes is 50% and a katana is either 0 or 100. And this will explain the following b'risa. I'll read the following b'risa with this new information um, plugged in. You have two brothers married to two sisters, but the sisters, one's a katana, one's a chareshes. Okay. So, meis baila shel katana. The husband of the katana dies, so the katana falls for Yibam, but the problem is um, she's falling to the man who's married to her sister. So So the problem is, so here's the deal. You'll say, okay, so don't do Yibam. The problem is, as I said before, a chareshes is a 50% marriage, a katana is either 0 or 100. So because the chareshes is 50, but the katana might be more, you actually have a zika to the katana. So you're married 
50% to the Chareshes, but you might have 100% Zika to the Katana. And because they're sisters, you basically are going to have to divorce everybody. So the halacha is Chareshes, you have to divorce your wife who's a Chareshes, who Katana, Tamtana, Shetik, Vatachlitz. And the Katana, do Chalitza. Okay, that makes sense. Now, Mace Baila, Shal Chareshes, if the husband of the Chareshes uh, passed away, so the Chareshes falls to Yibam, now the Katana is either 0 or 100. The Chareshes is 50%. So you have a 50% Zika. And the problem is, you know, if your wife is 100%, then you could just let her go away because she's your wife's sister. But if you if the Katana is taka 0, then you have to give them to the Chareshes. But because you're not sure, you're right, you're going to have to divorce everybody. Katana The Katana is Yaitzbeget. You have to divorce the Katana. And the Chareshes is just Aser because you can't do Yibam, but you can't do Chalitza because she's a Chareshes. She's just Aser forever. Now, in Bala Chareshes, let's say... So you're not supposed to do Yibam on the Chareshes because you're married to her sister, who's a Katana. So you're just supposed to just let the Chareshes be Aser. Now, let's say you made a mistake and you did Bia on the Chareshes. Noisin laget vahutra. In Bala Chareshes, if you live with Chareshes, Be'iser, so Noisin laget vahutra, you give her a get, meaning you were married to the Katana. The... The brother who's married to the Chareshes dies, so the Chareshes fall for you. Even. So you're not supposed to marry the Chareshes because we don't know if your wife is 100% your wife or not. If he's 100% your wife, then you, she's the wife's sister. N- not your wife, is Katana Zero, then you have to do Yivam. Because we're not sure you're not supposed to do Yivam. Let's say you did marry her. You lived with the Chareshes. So now you're, you, you divorce the Katana and then you lived with the Chareshes. So what's the halacha? Give a get to the Chareshes and that's all you need to do. Why? If the katana was not your wife at all, 0%, then you did Yibam, so divorce her. If the katana was 100% your wife, then there was no mitzvah Yibam at all. You just lived with her sister. So that was that was a big avera, but, you know, just give her a get, just to be safe. So if you did Yibam, give her a get, and that should be enough, because you did Yibam. And if you didn't have to do Yibam, then you just did avera. No, no get is necessary. So it works out. Now, what does it have to? How does this? How does this prove um, that a chareshes is fifty percent and the katana is either zero or hundred? The Gemara says, "Yamar b'shalim chareshes kanuyu mesheres." If you believe that a chareshes is fifty percent your wife and katana kanuyu ve'ne kanuyu, and a katana is either zero or hundred, then the equation works. Meshem chachi to chibal chareshes nicely and give a hutra. That's why if you live with a chareshes, you give her a get, and that's all you need to do. Why? Manushach because manushach. E katana kanuyu he no. If your wife, who's a katana, was 100% your wife, so this woman is her sister, and you're married to both, so you, you're not supposed to have married her. There's no mitzvah yibam, so you just did a big avera, but there's no need to forget. And he loved kanuya, and if your wife was never really married to you, meaning that this woman, this chareshes, was a woman falling for yibam, and you were never really married to her sister, then shopping me Yabim. So when you lived with her, you did Yibam, and a get is enough. Now here's the problem. But if you actually believe the opposite, that a Chareshes is either 0 or 100, and Katana Kanuyi Mesheres, the Katana is 50%, then Kibola Chareshes, Amaynais, and Legeva Hutcha, Havle Biapsula, Biapsula, and Patra. The Gemara, I'll tell you, if a Chareshes is always 50%. If a katana is always 50%, and the chareshes is either 0 or 100, so over here you were married to the katana, so 
then you divorced her, and then you lived with the Harashis, the sister. So you either did just lived with a random woman, or she was 100% married to the brother, so you did Yibam. Oh, so give her a get. Here's the problem. Because you were 50% married to her sister, this Yibam, I use air quotes, this Yibam that you're doing, is called a prohibited Yibam. It's called a Biapsula. Because it's not like in the first option where your wife, who's the katana, was either 0% married to you or 100% married to you, so there's a possibility that you were never married to the woman's sister, so there's a possibility you were doing just a regular yibum. But now we're saying, no, if you actually entertain the notion that katana is 50% always, that means that you were married 50% to her sister, for sure. On the possibility that you're doing yibum, that's called a yibum, that's a biapsula. You can't do yibum, lichachila, when you were 50% married to her sister. When you do yibum when you're not supposed to, it's called a biapsula. A get is not enough. You actually need to do chalitza. We had this in, in Dafnun, that if you do yibum when you're not supposed to, a get is not enough. So this brysa, which says that a get is enough, it must be that a katana is either zero or a hundred. So there's a chance that it was zero. And the chareshes is 50%. So there's a chance that you did 50% yibum. But if you believe that a katana is always 50%, that means that you were 50% married to her, her, her sister always, then a get would not be enough. You would actually need to do chalitza because it's called a biapsula. So the Gemara says, no, maybe it is a biapsula. I so why does it say get? It should say get and chalitza. How many Reb It follows the view of Reb Nechemia, Dhamma biapsula, Peteris Mechalitza. Reb Nechemia felt that a biapsula, Reb Nechemia felt that a biapsula, um, a get's enough. So perhaps it's really a katana is 50%. In this case, it is a biapsula. So why do you just say get? It should say get and chalitza. It follows the view of Rav Nechemia that a biapsula, all you need is a get. You don't need to do anything else. Hey, here's the problem. We're almost done. Just Once it gets to the mission, it's a little bit easier. The Gemara says, wait, wait. E Rav Nechemia, if you, if you follow this cheshman, if you're going to say that it's really Rav Nechemia and really a katana is 50% and it's following Rav Nechemia, then aim a seifa, the, the, the seifa of that price, it doesn't work. It says, Misha Yunasi Shteyasimus, if a man has two wives, a katana and a chareshas, umes, and then he dies, so these two women fall for Yivam, Ba Yavam al katana, then a man did Yivam on the katana, and then, Chazrubal Chareshes, then he did Yivam with the Chareshes, so he married both co-wives, which you're not supposed to do. Ashbachav Chareshes, or his brother, another Yavam, lived with the Chareshes. Let's go with the first case. So, so he lived with the Katana and then the Chareshes. What's the Halacha? Nesushteyim alav. Both are Aser. Meaning, he, he's not allowed to stay with either. Now, why can't he stay with the Katana? L'chora, right, he lived with the Katana first, and then he lived with the Chareshah. So the truth is, he probably should be able to stay with the Katana. Why? Because the Katana is either 0 or 100%. So, 0%, if it's 0%, that means that there was no Yibam. So, you just lived with her, and then you lived with the Chareshah, that was Yibam. And if it's 100%, then you 100% did Yibam already, then when you live with the Chareshah, that wasn't Yibam at all, it was just an Avera. So it shouldn't really prohibit, but we answer it because if you do the alternative, which is you live with the Chareshes first, then the Katana, that's a problem, because the Chareshes is 50% the wife. So you did 50% Yibam, then you live with the Katana, so the Katana is either 0% or 100%. If it's 100% Yibam, you did Yibam to both co-wives, which is a problem. So because the alternative is a problem, we're going to aser. So if you live with the katana first and then the chareshes, although technically you should be allowed to be with the katana, still we're going to aser both because the alternative case is a problem, so we're just going to aser it. So the Gemara says like this, 
So what do you do? You have to divorce the chareshes. It's the katana you have to do chalitza. Now, if you go with the approach that we originally had, which is a chareshes is 50% the wife, and katana and a katana is either 0 or 100, so why is it that when you live with the katana first, and then the chareshes, you have to get rid of both? Then it makes sense that you have to wait for the katana to get older than do chalitza. Why? Because we're afraid that if we allow you to stay with the katana, then if you have the alternative case, which is that if you live with the chareshes first, then the katana, the katana be a psula. Right? We said with the katana, right? Let me just get the case. Yeah. Katana, if you live with the katana first, right? And then you live with the chareshes. So we said really the katana should be fine, but we're going to answer both. So what do you do? You divorce the chareshes and the katana, you have to do chalitza. Now, why do you have to do chalitza? Why do you have to do chalitza? Just divorce her. Manashach. A katana is either 0% or 100%. So if it's 100%, you're doing yibam. So divorce her. And if it's 0%, you're just marrying a random woman. Divorce her. The answer is, if it follows the Rabbanon and not Rav Nechemia, who says that a biapsula is a problem, so the reason why they make you do chalitza is because the alternative case. If you marry the chareshes first, a so 50% yibam, then you marry the other yivama, the katana, so that's either 0% or 100% yibam. So if it's 100% yibam, that means that you did yibam after already living with the chareshes co-wife. That's called a biapsula. A biapsula gets not enough, you have to do chalitza as well. So that's why in this scenario they said chalitza. But if you say that the b'raith is following Rav Nechemia, that a biapsula does not require a chalitza, so then why do you have to do chalitza in this case? Just give her a get. Rather, it must be the rabbonon. And you see, and you see that a charesh is a 50% marriage, a katana is either 0 or 100. Ravashi says the truth is, I could have deduced this from the beginning. Of the Brisa, Diktani, it says in Bala Chareshes, it says if you live with the Chareshes, Noisin Legevahutra, you give her a get and she's divorced. But like Katani and Bala Katana, Noisin Legevahutra. And regarding the Katana, it doesn't say that. Meaning, if you look at Rashi, Shmamid Darabonahi, four lines at the bottom, Diktani Gabi Mes Baila Shel Chareshes, it's referring to the case where the husband of the Chareshes dies, so the Chareshes falls to Yibam. It says in Bala Chareshes that if you live with the Chareshes, I mean, you're, li- you're married to the Katana sister. The brother who was married to the Chareshes died, so the Chareshes, who's the sister, falls to Yibam. And the Brisa says, you're not supposed to marry the Chareshes because you're already married to the sister. And Baal Chareshes, nice and get. It says, if you live with the Chareshes, you give her a get. Now, the opposite case, Mez Bayushal Katana. If you're married to the Chareshes and her sister, who's a Katana, falls for Yibam, it says, Tamtin, it says, wait till she gets older into Chalitza. Now, why didn't it say... If you marry her, that Veloikatani imbala katana nice and legevahutra. Why doesn't it say that case that if you live with her, if you live with the katana, right? By the by the it says don't do yibum, but if you did, you give her a get. Why by the katana does it not say that? Why by the katana does it not say nice and legevahutra? Why by the katana does it not say that if you lived with her, you just give her a get? The answer is because if you follow the rabbanon, that a biapsul requires chalitza. So if you live with the katana, it gets not enough. That's why it didn't say that. So the Gemara says, back to the Gemara, 
So the fact that it doesn't say that regarding the katana, that giving her a get is enough, it shows you it's not enough. And you need chalitz as well, which follows the Rabbonin Shita that Biapsula is also. So the Gemara says, That's not a great raya because it could be the reason why I didn't list the case of living with a katana is Chareshes is the lesla takanta deatera, katani takanta deisura. Katana disla takanta deatera, loitani takanta deisura. It actually makes, it makes a lot of sense, which is, it says by the Chareshes what happens if you lived with her, but the katana doesn't say that. So we thought it was to prove the answer is the reason why the Chareshes it says that is because. In this scenario, what what do we say you're supposed to do? The Choreshes falls to you in Yibum. What are you supposed to do? You can't do Chalitza. And you can't do Yibum, right? You can't do Chalitza because the Choreshes can't do Chalitza. You can't do Yibum because you're already married to the Katana sister. So what do we say? The Choreshes is also forever. Because there's no mutter way to, to to fix her, the only thing that might occur is an Avera, which is living with a Choreshes. So then the Bryce tells you what to do. By the katana, it doesn't say what happens if you live with the katana because the katana there's an easy eight, so just wait till she gets old and do chalitza, which is not an o- o- option for a charesha. So because the katana has a, a kosher alternative, it doesn't mention what is done if you lived with her, but it's not to be deduced, um, you know, whether a biapsula requires chalitza or not. It just wasn't listed because there's a kosher, kosher out. Okay, that was the first half of the daf, which is very difficult. But we did great. Okay. The Mishnah says like this. Misha Katanas. If a man is married to two Katanas, he has two wives that are Katanas, Umes, and then he dies, so these two fall for Yibam. And a man, the Yavam, lives with both, which is obviously not what you're supposed to do. Go to the next page. Living with the second Katana does not prohibit with him going back to the first. Why? Because a katana is either zero or a hundred. So you either performed yibum the first time or you didn't. Living with the second one, it's not like you did 50% yibum with the first, 50% yibum with the second. You did everything that you could accomplish with the first wife. And then when you live with the second, you're just doing an avera, but it shouldn't prohibit you being with the first wife. So too it is with two uh, deaf mutes. If you live with both, the second one is just an Avera, but it's not going to prohibit you. It would only prohibit you if the first one you did is like a half a Yibam, the second is half a Yibam, so you basically like are halachically married to both. That's when it's going to be a problem. But if the first one is uh, zero or a hundred, then whatever you accomplish with the first one, you accomplish with the first one. You didn't accomplish anything with the second. But Katana v'chareshas, but if you have a Katana and a Chareshas, those two fall for Yibam, but Yavam al-Katana. Then you live with the katana of a chazer ubal or chareshes, a shavach of a chareshes, puzzles a katana. So if you live with the katana and then you live with the chareshes, you're not allowed to be with the katana. Now, why is that? So this is this is because of exera of the next case. Because the truth is, if you live with the katana, then you live with the chareshes. We said a katana is either zero or a hundred. If it's zero or a hundred, then living with the chareshes should not prohibit the katana because if it was a hundred, then living with the chareshes accomplished nothing. If it was zero, then you did, then you weren't doing yim with the katana, you're only doing yim with the chareshes. But we, we want to avoid confusion because the following case is a problem. If you first live with the Chareshe, so you did 50% Yibam, and then you live with the other co-wife who's a Katana, now there's a chance that the Katana is 100%, so you did 50% Yibam on one and 100% Yibam on the other, so now you're bound to both, that's a problem. Then they're both prohibited. 
Pikachas v'chareshes. Let's say there are two wives, one's healthy and one's a deaf mute. So bo yama pikachas. If you live with the healthy ones, you already fulfilled yibam. Chazer bal chareshes. Then you lived in sin with the deaf mute. The halacha is hashvachav chareshes loy pasul pikachas. That avera that you did with the chareshes does not prohibit you with being with your the first wife because that avera that you did. <coughs> You already fulfilled the Yibam 100% with the first wife. The Chareshes, you accomplished nothing. But, if you first did Yibam with the Chareshes, that's a 50% Yibam. Then you lived with the other Bikachas, you did 100% Yibam, so you're bound to both. Then, then it's a problem. Same thing with the Gedele and the Katana. If you first did Yibam on the Gedele, so you did 100% Yibam, then you did Katana, doesn't do anything. It didn't, didn't prohibit you because you're not bound to both. But Yibam on the Katana, but if you did Yibam on the Katana, so it's a, either a 50, 0 or 100, so then you're bound to both, then it's a problem. Revelazar Aimer, here's what you do. Malamdin Akatana Shatimoin by Revelazar says, teach the katana to do mean, right? You lived with the katana first, then you lived with the kadaila. So he said it's a problem. You're, you're, you're bound to both. Here's what you do. Do mean for the katana, rendering retroactively that you were never with her, then you could just stay with the kadaila. Okay, start the Gemara. I'm reviewing the Meshmuel, Halachic Revelazar. That's the halacha that you should teach the katana to do mean. Chinam Revelazar, Halachic now, we've already had this statement that we follow Rav Eliezer, that we try to teach people to do me in, and that's regarding two sisters, where you're married to the Katana, and then the sister who's a G'dayla falls to you for Yibam. So we said, you're bound, you're rabbinically married to your wife, but you're biblically have Zika for the G'dola. So we said, we, we, Rav Eliezer said a couple of ago, that we teach the Katana to do me in, we get her to do me in, that way, uh, then you could do Yibam. So why do you have to say in both cases that we follow Rav Eliezer, that we teach the Katana to do me in? You know, just say it once, and we'll figure it out. Tzricha, diyidmar b'hakamaisa. If you only had that teaching in the first case, I would say b'hakamar shmuel hachrav elazar. Over there, shmuel says the halacha follows rav elazar. Why? Over there, they're trying to get him to do me, and so that he could do yibum. Over here, you already did yibum. You lived with both. You're trying to do me and to sort of fix any potential averis, or to stay married. I could see why that's a chiddush. The first one is that we tell her to do mian in order to do the mitzvah of yibam. Over here, you already did the mitzvah of yibam. You want her to be able to stay with her, so mian is just to make her stay. That's a chiddush that we tell her to do mian, not to do the mitzvah of yibam, just to, to allow them to stay together. Maybe you shouldn't do mian, you should just divorce both, because you already did yibam. And over there, over there, it's also a chiddush, because over there you're doing miyun to allow to do yibam. When what's the alternative? Don't do miyun. Let her get older. Stay with your wife, and then the other woman, the sister, is exempt from yibam. So over there, it's a chiddush to say that you do miyun, because over there you could say, why do miyun? There's no mitzvah. I could avoid the mitzvah entirely by just staying with my wife, and then you stay with her, and then you're married biblically to the sister, and then there's no me, there's no yibam. So it's a chiddush in both cases to say that we push her to do miyam. Okay, the last mission of the daf. Yavam katan, shabal yavam katana. If a, a yavam was a katan, and the yavam was a katana, and they live together, yigalu zamzeh, they could stay together and let them get older till their bar mitzvah, and then they could fulfill the mitzvah deraisa. Bal yavam gadayla. Let's say a katan does yibam with a gadayla, Lena, he could stay with her until he gets older. Okay, that's halacha number two.
Halacha number three. Let's say you have a Yavam and Yavama. She claims that they never lived together, so he never did the mitzvah. So she would like Chalitza. He says, no, I did the mitzvah and I gave you a get. She says, but we never lived together, so the get's not enough. So do we believe her that and make him do Chalitza? Or do we believe him that they live together and a get is enough? So the Gemara says, So if it's within 30 days, and she claims we're never together, we believe her, because within 30 days we believe that it's possible they're not, they haven't lived together. And we force him to do chalitza, and we say that it gets not enough, because we believe him that maybe they were not together for 30 days. But if they were already together for 30 days or more, then the assumption is that that the Yavama, after 30 days we assume that they had already done the mitzvah of Yibam, we don't assume that they waited more than 30 days. So if they were together for 30 days or more, then we believe him that they actually lived together, in which case, a get is enough, and he does not, we do not make him do chaliza. But that's only a presumptions on whether they would live together or not. But if he actually says, we were never together, then even if it's been 12 months, we force him to do chaliza, and we don't accept a get, because he says they were never together. One last halacha. If a woman makes a nether, I'll go with Rashi's chat. If a woman makes a nether um, when she's still married, that she never wants to have anything to do with her husband's brother. And then the husband dies. So the question is, do we make her do yibum? Now, the assumption is, at least Rashi explains, that when she makes this nether that she doesn't want to have any benefit from her husband's brother, she could still do yibam because that's not it's mitzvah it's a mitzvah it's not a benefit, and we also assume that she did not make this oath in order to avoid yibam. She wasn't trying to be tricky because why would she think her husband's going to die? She just obviously hated her brother-in-law. So the halacha is says the mission like this: If she makes a neder that she does not want to have any benefit from her brother-in-law when her husband's still alive, she made that neder. So we assume that she was not doing this just to get out of Yibam, then we force the man to do chalitza. We're not going to make her, like if she was trying to play games to avoid Yibam, then it's hard to force the guy to do chalitza when Yibam is an option. But she's not doing that. She genuinely doesn't like the guy. That's why she did chali- She made this nether when her husband was still alive. She genuinely doesn't like the guy. Because she genuinely doesn't like the guy, we're going to force them to do chalitza, and we're not going to try to convince her to do Yibam. But... If she made a nether after after her husband passed away, so then it's a possibility that she was just making this nether in order to avoid the 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 yavam the yavam because the husband already died. Since she's trying to get out of yibam, then we're not going to force him to do chalitza, but we're going to ask him not to do chalitza. Ask him to do chalitza, not yibam. Then. We're not going to force him, because technically he could do Yibam, and she's just trying to get out of it. We don't want to give that type of power, but we ask him to do Chalitza. We don't force him. And if, let's say, when her husband alive, she made a nether, but it's clear that her intention was to avoid Yibam, then then we won't force him to do Chalitza, we're going to ask him to do Chalitza. Okay. The Mishnah said that a katan and a katana that do Yibam, they could stay together. 
the truth is Rameir was cool with a katan and a katana living together because they're both under bar and bar mitzvah so they're not bar oinshin anyway Rameir was only against a katan marrying a gedoyla, or a, a gedoyla, or a, or a, or a gadol marrying a katana, where one of them is bar oinshin, one of them is above bar and bar mitzvah, that's when he's against it. So our Mishnah, which is okay with a katana katana, could work according to Rameir. I hakatani bal yavama gedoyla tagadlana, but our Mishnah continues that if one of them is a gedoyla, the, the boy's a katan, but the woman's a gedoyla, they could stay together. So you see that our Mishnah is okay with that. And that's not like Rameir. So the Gemara says, Amr of Chanina Chayza Boshani. Yeah, the Mishnah says, who says the Mishnah endorses it? The Mishnah just said, if it happened, the Gemara says, no, Tigad Lenakama. The Mishnah says they could stay together. That's obviously an endorsement. I, and if it was actually a problem, if our Mishnah followed Rameir, that were Chayshish, that he's a Sris or she's an islandist, why would we allow them to stay together at all? Every every Bia could be an Avera. The fact that the Mishnah in, endorses and allows a Katan who did Yibam on a Gedayla to stay together. It must be machvaratamasin like Rameir. It's not like Rameir. Okay. Now, here's the shaila. We're saying that a katan can marry a katana to do yibum, but why? Kari kan The whole purpose. Every every yibum is your is your sister-in-law, but the Torah allows it in order to build a new home. If he's a katan and she's a katana, she can't become pregnant, and he can't impregnate her. Then why are they allowed to live together? Gemara says, Amr Abaya, Amr Kra Yavama Yavaleha called who? Abaya says, No. The Pasuk specifically says, Yavama Yavayaleha, that they're allowed to do Yivam, called who? As long as you have a brother in law and a sister in law, they could do Yivam, even if they can't right now become pregnant. Rav Amr Balavach, Rav says, You're right, but you don't need that Pasuk, I have a different source. Rav says, I'll prove it to you that it's okay. Why? You're going to tell me that it should be Asr. As long as she's under the age of becoming pregnant and he's under the age of impregnating, that should be Asr. And it's only with even when they become older. It couldn't be. If they were Asr when the husband dies because of age, once it's Asr, it will be Asr forever. We don't find a concept where it's Asr now, but then it becomes Mutter automatically later on. We don't find such a concept. So the very fact that it's Mutter when they're above the age of becoming pregnant means it's Mutter below the age of becoming pregnant as well. So the Gemara says, what's the source? So what's the source? The Pasuk says that you're allowed to, that you're supposed to do Yibam to continue the brother's name, even as long as you and your brother were alive at the same time, even if you're a day old. Obviously not old enough to wear it. It's still Shaykh the Mitzvah of Yibam. Okay, let's finish up. 
we said that if she claims that they were never together, we believe her if it's up to 30 days. More than 30 days is, uh, is a problem. More than, I mean, not a problem. More than 30 days, we don't believe that they were not together. So the Gemara says, Mantana, who is the author that a man will avoid living with his wife for 30 days. So we believe they were not together for 30 days. More than 30 days, we believe they were together. But up to 30 days, we believe it's possible. There's a whole concept beginning of Ksubis. It's Tainus Basulim, which means that a man comes and right after the wedding and he says, I live with my wife and she's, she was not a Basula. That means she, she committed adultery. And, you know, do you believe it or not, the whole premise is obviously that we believe that they just were together and she was not a basula. Now, if he comes a year later and he's like, oh, my wife's not a basula now, it's like, yeah, because you lived with her before. You've been married for a year. So there's a certain period of time that we believe that it's the first time they were together. So how long basically do we give that a person will not be with his wife? So the Gemara says, Tainus basum shleshim yoim, 30 days. For 30 days, if he comes forward and says, I was with my wife now for the first time, we believe him. After that, we don't believe, we believe they're already together. So that's Mamashar Mishnah, that for 30 days, we believe it's possible they're not together. Past 30 days, we believe they were together. Rav Yaisi says, no, once they secluded the first night of the chuppah, we already assume they were together. If they didn't seclude, then it doesn't matter. But if they secluded even one night, that's it. You can only claim for one night. So if he comes 25 days after the marriage and says she's not a basula, we say, well, it's too late. You probably were together with her multiple times, and now she's not a basula. Yeah, because you were with her. So our Mishnah, which gives up to thirty days, is following Rameir. Um, who's this? Rabbi says no. It could be our Mishnah. Taka follows Rav Yossi as well. Rav Yossi just felt that a husband and wife. We don't give up to 30 days. We assume they were together before 30 days. Our mission gives 30 days. But our mission is not talking about a husband and wife. We're talking about Yibam. A brother-in-law, sister-in-law is a very uncomfortable relationship. It could be Taka for 30 days. They were not comfortable enough to be together. So a husband and wife of Yaisi would not give 30 days. But it could be a, a Yivama and a Yavam. He would give 30 days. So therefore, our mission could even work according to Yossi. We'll stop there.